decadent world we do live in. Welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the fiery cross of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, at an undisclosed location in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Together, we can make the changes America needs to dig itself out of the decadence it's currently in. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Klansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, December 15th, 2022, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Controlling the Department of Justice. The unabashed political persecution and unconscionable years of pretrial incarceration for some January 6th protesters in direct violation of the Sixth Amendment. The next near-psychotic obsession to indict and convict Donald Trump of any specialist federal crime. The admission by the FBI that they instructed social media companies prior to the 2020 election to censor stories unfavorable to Joe Biden. These actions, among many others over the years, have confirmed that the Department of Justice is teeming with politicized prosecutors and a federal police force that is allied with one political party and is browbeating the citizenry on their behalf. No Republican president or Congress will succeed in stopping this nation's relentless march towards one-party tyranny, as long as the Department of Justice which has been systemically weaponized since its formation in 1870, continues to exist as part of the executive branch. The founders of this nation would never have agreed to the creation of the federal, uh, agreed to the creation of the Department of Justice. They were extraordinarily skeptical of a large federal government and adamantly opposed to a federal law enforcement role. Except for treason, the concept of federal crimes was not even mentioned in the Constitution. The founders had a fear of America turning into a tyrannical government. They understood that the creation of a federal law enforcement department would most certainly be politicized and due, in due course deny American citizens their unalienable rights. This is why neither the Constitution, the ratification debates, nor the Federalist Papers ever mention anything about a law enforcement role. And Federalist number 45, James Madison specifically singles out internal order as an enumerated power that is reserved to the several states. For the next eight, eight, 81 years, Congress refused to create a Department of Justice. Instead, they often passed legislation that assigned specific and limited legal functions to officials in various departments rather than place inordinate power 
in the hands of one person, the Attorney General, and Department. However, in 1870, a bill to consolidate legal functions and create a Department of Justice was passed, and the Justice Department was born. In 1908, the Department of Justice established the Bureau of Investigation, and in 1935, renamed its Federal Bureau of Investigation. In 1980, Federal Bureau of Investigation Charter Act codified the FBI as a de facto federal police force. Today, the Department of Justice is colossus, with over 117,000 employees spending in excess of $46 billion per year with its tentacles in virtually every aspect of American life. The legal justification for this is that Congress has created over 4,100 federal crimes in the U.S. Code, and more than 300,000 federal crimes dispersed throughout 110,000 final rules, regulations, in the Federal Register. This gives unscrupulous prosecutors and their staffers a near-endless source of arcane crimes to choose from in pursuing vendettas on political agendas. The mere threat this represents has enabled the coercion of society and legitimacy and legacy media companies into censoring speech, corporations to do the bidding of the administration in power, and religious institutions to abandon their principles. As the Founders feared, the Department of Justice, within a few decades of its formation, was politicized and acquiescent to the whims and demands of the head of the executive branch, the President. Woodrow Wilson used Justice Department to illegally harass and prosecute thousands of peaceful opponents of his policies and entry into World War I. In 1936, Franklin Roosevelt authorized the Justice Department to surveil and gather intelligence on domestic political groups opposed to his quasi-socialist agenda. In 1956, the Department of Justice authorized the FBI to initiate a program to disrupt the activities of the U.S. Communist Party. In 1961, the Kennedy-Johnson administration expanded it to track, discredit, and destabilize any administration divide, defined dissident groups in the U.S. This included civil rights organizations as well as Martin Luther King. The Waco, Texas massacre in 1993, 76 Americans, including 26 children, were burned to death because the Justice Department believed there were unauthorized weapons in the compound. There were no consequences for anyone in the Clinton Justice Department, thus permanently emboldening the then and future occupants of the department into believing they were untouchable. During the Obama years, the weaponization of the department was greatly accelerated. First was a de facto takeover of public police through <coughs> excuse me, through coerced consent degrees, 
Second was the premeditated shakedown of corporations through unjustified deferred prosecution agreements in order to funnel enormous sums of money into left-wing organizations. Third, an unprecedented domestic terrorism division was created in order to surveil and prosecute those motivated, motivated by any viewpoint on the full spectrum of hate, including unspecified anti-government views. The Obama Justice Department also massively accelerated the use of embedded FBI informants and agents to entrap and prosecute Americans they had induced into contemplating, but not committing, a federal crime. In violation of the First Amendment, they prosecuted and spied on journalists. The insidious Trump-Russia collusion hoax was abetted and executed by the Obama Justice Department. The Biden Justice Department has continued the precedence of Obama administration by categorizing and selectively prosecuting as domestic terrorists anyone who disagrees with the policies of the administration or the legitimacy of the 2020 election. They also executed an unprecedented event invasion of a former president's residence using the pretext of the Presidential Records Act, which does not contain criminal penalties. It is no coincidence that all the above occurring during Democrat administrations, as the Democratic Party has a long history of tyrannical proclinatives. No Republican other than Richard Nixon was overly attempted to politicize the Department of Justice, and Nixon failed in his attempt as Department loyalty was with the Democrat Party. This reality is further borne out of the fact that during the last three election cycles, 2016, 2018, and 2020, nearly 88% of all political contributions by Department of Justice employees went to Democrat candidates. The Justice Department's politicization and autocritic mindset is too entrenched to be reined in by cosmetic changes to its current structure or personnel. As the Democrat Party's primary weapon in transforming the nation, the only option at this point is the following two-step strategy if this rogue department is to return to its original purpose. First, legislation has to be passed to force review of all laws and regulations with the goal of cutting by at least two-thirds the absurd number of federal crimes. John Baker, a retired Louisiana state law professor, said, There is no one in the United States over the age of 18 who cannot be indicted for some federal crime. A lesson not lost on Justice Department prosecutions and hierarchy of the Democrat Party and their, cap and their Captain Ahab-like obsession and fixation on indicting and convicting Donald Trump of any conceivable crime. Second, the Office of Attorney General and the Department of Justice were created by acts of Congress, and another act of Congress, therefore, can alter the Department's position 
in status as well as change the terms and manner of its operation. This act would make the Department of Justice an independent agency reporting to Congress. The President would nominate a six-year term and Attorney General subject to three-fifths vote of the Senate. The Attorney General would report and be subjective to Congress through a select committee made up of eight members, equally divided between Republicans and Democrats, four from the House and four from the Senate. The Attorney General would nominate the Solicitor General, Deputy, and associate an associate and assistant Attorneys General, as well U.S. attorneys subject to Senate approval. The director of the FBI would be nominated by the Attorney General for a six-year term subject to a three-fifths vote of the Senate. The FBI would be restructured by transferring to the individual states investigations of federal crimes that occur within the state. The FBI would then act in consulting resource and coordination role. It would be the lead investigating agency in investigating interstate federal crimes. While the complexities of 21st century America rule out the possibility of eliminating the Department of Justice, these changes would begin the transformation of the Department to its intended mission, the equal enforcement of federal law without political bias or presidential interference. But it requires a Republican Congress and a president with spine and fortitude, neither of which are in ample supply today. Unless that changes, the Democrat Party will succeed in establishing a one-party tyranny using, utilizing their primary weapon, the intimidation and ruthlessness of a politicized and weaponized Department of Justice. You sit and watch our country crumble. You complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made-up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. 
check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want. The change America needs. The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. From a cabin deep in the Appalachian Mountains, listen to Freedom Rings with your host, Tommy Freedom, every week on White Pride Radio, only on com. Fighting hard for your rights every day. Yeah, welcome back, everyone. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Uh, boy, what a miserable time here in the Rust Belt region. Uh, my part of the Rust Belt is experiencing uh, a wintry mix, uh, so they call it, uh, freezing rain, sleet, ice, uh, uh, just a really miserable evening here uh, in the Rust Belt, but uh, uh, I'm indoors, so uh, that's fine, let it, uh, Mother Nature do uh, what it wants to do out there, I'm safe and sound uh, right here. I hope my listeners uh, out there are safe and sound as well. The first article I have for this evening comes from westernjournal.com. The headline is, Leftist City Handing Out Cash Payments Based on Race, White Residents Openly Discriminated Against. You know, we hear so much of this uh, today that it isn't even funny. Uh, this is a white Christian country. White people out there listening to the show, this is our damn country. And it seems like our government uh, wants to just cater to every race but the white race. Could you imagine if, uh, say, uh, the African government started catering uh, to any white people that would be uh, in Africa? Can you imagine the stir be, be, between the little uh, uh, hobbit tribes there in the jungle as their government, as they watch their government cater to white people uh, while they live in mud huts, drink out of mud puddles? Oh, wait, uh, they do that anyhow. Uh, that's the good life in Africa. Uh, but uh, just imagine that. Uh, say uh, uh, any other uh, non-white country. Uh, a non-white country that I don't know why, but it would have a populace uh, of white people in it, and that uh, non-white government catered to white people. Uh, you know, the uh, citizens uh, would be up in arms about that. Here in America, I don't know, it just seems like everybody's uh, okay to just sit on their ass and uh, you know watch this happen. Uh, I don't know if it's nobody cares, uh, if people are afraid to speak, 
I I don't know. I don't get it. I, I from uh, I I, just, I can't understand it. I can't wrap my head around uh, white America uh, sitting around like little sissies, afraid to say anything, uh, afraid to go against the grain, and more mostly afraid to tell the truth. Uh, you don't have to be afraid to tell the truth, people. Uh, I don't know where or what happened. Uh, uh, to white backbone. I mean, we are Aryans. We conquered everywhere, anywhere. We set foot. We conquered. But it seems like here in uh, white America, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, this uh, uh, article here, though, the progressive bastion of San Francisco may soon find itself in hot water. As civil rights lawyers claim that the city's new monthly cash payment systems are discriminatory. Three of the city's guaranteed income initiatives openly exclude handouts for white citizens, only catering to black and other minority groups. You know, it's bad enough that Whitey has supported uh, uh, these um, uh, low IQ non whites in America. It's bad enough we support them. Uh, you know, as far as education, well, attempted uh, education, uh, clothing, housing, food, medical, and now, uh, you know, uh, more handouts to non-whites. Um, California's new universal uh, income law passed last 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 year with bipartisan support, making the Golden State the first U.S. state to pass a guaranteed income plan, according to The Guardian. The law allocated $35 million for monthly uh, cash payments to qualifying pregnant people, pregnant people, pregnant women. You know, I get sick of these uh, pronouns and uh, changing things around. Pregnant people. Uh, if anybody in a couple is pregnant, it's the female. It's the woman. Uh, you know, just because a uh, woman uh, straps on a tally whacker and calls herself a man, when that woman gives birth, she isn't a man giving birth. She is a woman wearing a strap on. I don't understand how uh, so many people don't get common sense. Good grief. Are we that stupid? Are we that naive? Uh, young, pregnant people and young adults who recently left foster care, according to the report. The law did not include any uh, racial or ethnic provisions. Uh, but that has not stopped the Bay Area from using an equity-based system that purposely excludes whites who may need a safety net, according to the Washington Free Beacon. Some experts question the legality of such arrangements. Law professor Gail Harriet of the University of San Diego School of Law is one of them. 
Uh, he said, it's astonishing to me how brazen the state of California and its various Bay Area local governments have become in violating the many laws and constitutional provisions prohibiting race discrimination, said Harriot, uh, who is a member of the United States Commission on Civil Rights. You know, it's not just the state of California's government uh, that got brazen. It's... Uh, well, now, your red states, they try. Uh, but it's, this isn't just in California. This is our uh, uh, government, uh, our federal government. Our president pushes for uh, uh, non-white support. Uh, and, you know, and it's like I said, what more could we give them? What more? They drain our welfare systems. And here, uh, they need some more cash. Now, and yeah, also, too, uh, the housing they get. You know, they, they, these non-white people, and especially the black race, they want to claim they are so oppressed uh, that they can't make as much money uh, as a whitey does. Uh, everybody in the United States has the same opportunities. It's what uh, effort you put into it will be the outcome. Now, when you go to school and, uh, uh, you know, a lot of classes today are called racist because little Toby can't keep up with, uh, little black Toby can't keep up with uh, little white Mary. So what they do, they hold little white Mary back uh, to equal her out to Toby's level, and then what happens? We just got a bunch of dumbasses. Uh, our society, our future, uh, you know, our young people, our, our future. Our future is going to be stupid. Uh, and, uh, the housing, what I was saying about that, you know, uh, black people lay up in these uh, hotels and motels, they lay up in the government projects, and they sell drugs. They hook white people on drugs. And they're making millions of dollars a year, I'd imagine, all tax-free money. So they make their millions under the table and then take up spaces with their dead asses in government housing, paying a minimal amount of rent. It's crazy. I... Totally crazy. And now give them some money. Uh, the three initi initiatives include the Black Economic Equity Movement, funded by the National Institute of Health, the Abundant Birth Project, funded by the California Department of Social Services, welfare, funded by the welfare system. Where, where, do you know where the welfare system gets its money? Our tax dollars. That's where it comes from. Uh, uh, Social services in California isn't paying a dime, not even a penny, for this. We are. Uh, and the Guaranteed Income for Transgender People program, funded by the city of San Francisco. You know, this kills me when uh, you see these places tossing out money, and they say that uh, the government... Uh, is supporting this, or the government is funding this. That's BS, people. Our government doesn't generate money. 
The only money our government has is what they take from us in taxes. That's where they get their money. It's not their money. It's our money. And, you know, we should have a say as to where uh, our tax dollars go. Uh, the first program only caters to young black adults providing $500 a month. The birth project gives 1000 to black and Pacific Island mothers, while the transgender program provides $1,200 a month to help trans people who hold some form of minority status. Uh, you know, the uh, homosexuals in Sodom and Gomorrah uh, that God destroyed... Uh, you know what they got for their minority status, don't you? They got destroyed. You know, I don't know why uh, uh, these queers would want to try to um, gain uh, some kind of uh, rights or, you know, whatever they're trying to do. Because uh, uh, what our government does for the queers today... That's only material. Uh, these queers need to look at the bigger picture. They may try to uh, force their way into our society. Uh, they may try to indoctrinate or groom our children. But guess what? When they face God, they're going to find out exactly. Uh, you know, they, they cry that how rough... Uh, uh, heterosexual people are on queers. Well, that's because, uh, at least Christians, uh, believe uh, homosexuality to be a sin. It's in the Bible. Sodom and Gomorrah. Plain as day. Uh, the Bible also says God cannot change. God does not lie. So, God hated queers in the Bible, in biblical times, and God hates queers now. Plain and simple. Uh, another one, uh, I'll just throw this out there, this has nothing to do with the article, but uh, I try to add these both together because some people don't understand uh, race mixing, miscegenation, is also a sin. Uh, miscegenation and uh, homosexuality are the two biggest sins spoken of in the Bible. Uh, you have Sodom and Gomorrah uh, with the homosexuality, and in Noah's days, many people don't know this, the only reason Noah's family was saved Noah and his family, they were the only people left that hadn't tainted their blood with non-white people. So, uh, race mixing is a sin. Uh, the California Social Services Department is op openly following a center equity approach to the distribution, encouraging grant applicants to embed an equity-focused approach through each dimension uh, of their programs, including their eligibility, according to its website describing the California Guaranteed Income Pilot Program. Civil rights lawyers argue that this approach to welfare is unconstitutional and is a violation of the 14th Amendment, which bans states from discriminating based on race. While similar privately funded philanthropic movements have been used as the foundation for such programs, the fact that public money is being used for such discriminatory actions has made it a constitutional issue. 
David Bernstein, a professor of constitutional law at George Mason Law School, sums up the law rather uh, succulently. The public-funded programs are clearly unconstitutional. It's not a close call. Uh, with these damaging legal questions hanging over them, the Abundant Birth Project has denied any racial criteria as listed to their website. Uh, that is not true because I saw several uh, articles and um, I'm trying to think here. Well, this isn't the only article that I saw. And uh, the first one that I saw, uh, it only dealt with uh, uh, the black women uh, getting funds. And uh, my listeners know that I am uh, a member, a lifetime member, uh, of the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. And there was a statement put out yesterday, a uh, press release uh, from the Knights Party, uh, on this subject. And it really hits the nail on the head. Um, go to www kkknationaloffice.com and uh, read yesterday's uh, press release on this uh, because this not only uh, is discriminatory, the reason for this is, and you know, now we're called conspiracy theories for thinking this, but I think more and more people are catching on that this isn't a conspiracy theory, uh, theory because like that article said, uh, these governments are becoming uh, very brazen about what uh, what they do. They, they don't care. And the reason they're being so brazen is because white people are sitting around and not doing anything. And I'm not talking vigilante violence. I said before, uh, myself nor the show condones vigilante violence. You have a voice. Use your voice. Uh, but so many people, this is what's happening. So many people just sat around, uh, you know, it wasn't affecting them in their neighborhood, so uh, you know, they didn't care. Uh, now here's where we are. Uh, what I was saying about the uh, what we call a conspiracy theory, and we're watching it unfold uh, right under our noses. Uh, I don't know how anybody could call it a, a conspiracy theory, because the idea of paying black women... To have babies. You know, uh, every Shanene and Shakiqua out there are going to get pregnant now to get some free crack money. So, the black births explode in America, white births decline, and some people call this white replacement. White replacement is a nice word for white genocide. Uh, it's not going to be too many uh, more years into the future, and America isn't going to be a majority white country. Uh, so what else would you call that uh, when you are being pushed out and not even taken care of in your own white Christian country? I can think of one thing, white genocide. Uh, you know, uh, here, this next article, this comes from the Christian Post. Uh, 
And it's been really bad this holiday season. It seems like uh, every uh, holiday season gets a little worse with the trying to cancel uh, Christmas. I have two articles uh, here, and there's quite a few news articles on uh, Alt-Right TV uh, here, too, as well, about these things uh, against Christmas. Uh, this comes from the Christian Post, and the headline is, Massachusetts Library to Display Christmas Trees After Backlash Claims There Is No Ban on Christmas. Uh, I did this uh, article. I may have done this uh, on Tuesday's show. Uh, I know I had it picked out. Maybe I didn't do it at all. But anyhow, this library, uh, they didn't want to uh, display a Christmas tree because that would offend the non-white cockroaches in our white Christian country. And they must have got some backlash now. And guess what? The trees are going up. See, this is what I'm saying. You don't have visual anti-violence will get you nowhere but prison. This is what our enemies want. They want us locked up. They want us out of the picture. They don't want intelligent people calling them out uh, because they have nowhere to go. And here is a perfect example. This library wasn't going to put up trees, and because of backlash, they did. Use your voices. Uh, the article here, Christmas trees will stand tall in two Massachusetts libraries following months of review by officials who debated whether to display the symbol, which led to debates on social media and harassing comments from one LGBT activist against Christians and a local librarian. It was first learned that the uh, uh, DBAM library, which includes the main location of the Etiquette branch, had decided not to display a Christmas tree this year after an employee wrote in December 2nd Facebook post that she was told some people were made uncomfortable last year by looking at it. You know what? If uh, you are uncomfortable in my white Christian country with uh, my white heritage, my white culture, and my white history then pack your bags and get the hell out of it. Get out if you don't like it. Why should we change our holidays to suit homosexuals and queers, or <laughs> queers and non-whites? If you don't like it, get the hell out. Plain and simple. If you don't like uh, Christmas, uh, because of the Christian, uh, Christianity and uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then get the hell out. Go to what country? You know what? If, if something, if some other religion suits you, go to a country where uh, that religion is practiced. Don't come here and try to ruin uh, my country. Uncomfortable about looking at a Christmas tree. Uh, Lisa Desmond, the library's branch supervisor, wrote that she was given zero explanation for the move. When I asked, I was told people were made uncomfortable last year looking at it. I'm sorry, what? Desmond explained that he christened the library during the holiday for nearly three decades without complaint. Not only did Desmond's Facebook post grab the attention of local residents, but it spread nationwide after LGBT activist Diane Wild, who was listed as a member of Dedlam's Human Rights Commission, 
wrote a profanity-laced post verbally attacking Desmond and her lament that Christ, uh, Christmas trees were no longer going to be on display at the libraries this year. Loud also mocked Christian belief, referring to God as a magic sky daddy and comparing Christ and Christmas to happy horse uh, crap. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Uh, within her post, Loud spewed a series of threats, which library officials said were bullying. Loud further claimed that Desmond put people's lives in a lot of danger for announcing the library's initial decision about Christmas decorations. For a tree. For a mother. Uh, another explicit, explicit tree. You have put people's lives in a lot of danger. A lot of danger, Loud wrote. Desmond said she contacted the police about Lyle's post and called for her resignation from the uh, Dedlam Human Rights Commission. The negative attention Lyle's post received led to her resignation from the group. As of Tuesday, Lyle was no longer listed as a member of the Dedlam Human Rights Commission on its website. Following the unwanted national attention and public outcry, the uh, Library announced that its locations will display Christmas trees. Now, you see in here it says how uh, uh, not just in uh, this, what it was it, Massachusetts, not just in this area, this sparked nationwide attention. This is why I always say, now, I, if you lived in California, or if you live in California, and you saw this article, you should have immediately emailed, let Google it. And, you know, don't give me the excuse of, well, how would I find out how to contact them? Google. Google the library. I'm sure it has a phone number and an email address. No matter where you live, when you saw this, you should have emailed this library. And apparently some people did. Because... Uh, it caught nationwide uh, attention. So, uh, you know, other people stepped in. This is where I say don't be selfish. Uh, just because uh, your part uh, uh, of the world is okay, or your part of the country is okay, it may not be for your white brother and sister somewhere else. So uh, don't be afraid uh, to step up. Uh, I am going to have to take a uh, couple of second uh, break here. Uh, I'm not going to play any music or anything. You're just going to hear dead air, uh, but I will be right back. Okay, I apologize for that, uh, folks. I, I try not to uh, interrupt a show once I start, but uh, something uh, pretty important uh, come up. Uh, there was a delivery made here to uh, my my and my fiance's apartment, and we live uh, somewhat in an alley. 
and things tend to disappear uh, if you don't get them uh, immediately. So I had to take a break and uh, run out and tell my fiance to go down and check. Okay, uh, where was I here? Uh, the library. This is where an example of how your voice is powerful, very powerful. You know, a lot of people, and I hear a lot of people say, uh, well, it don't do any good to uh, uh, talk about it or fight against it, or uh, uh, what's one person? You're exactly right, what's one person? But when you have a majority of white people helping other white people in America with their problems, uh, guess what? Uh, your voice gets uh, pretty loud. Uh, let's see what else I have here. I just have a mixed bag of things uh, this evening. Uh, here's something. Uh, you'll hear me say a lot on the show uh, that I don't believe that non-whites should hold any uh, position of authority. And I mean none. I, I use the uh, analogy of even if it's two uh, custodians uh, in a, a, a gas station restroom and one's white and one's black, the black one shouldn't even be uh, in control there. This article comes from The Blaze. And the headline is, Cop accused of filming extremely graphic uh, pornography while in uniform, then posting the videos to Twitter. Uh, the picture, it is a black cop. Uh, the average IQ within the black race is 70. 70 is borderline retarded. And this cop... Uh, is well below that. I, and I don't mean to chuckle because uh, this is serious. Uh, filming extremely graphic pornography. He does it while in uniform and then sticks it on Twitter. What an idiot. What a dumbass. <laughs> but I'm glad he got caught, most definitely. I'm glad he got caught. But this is just the mentality of some of the non-white races in America. This is why they don't belong here. Uh, whites are uh, uh, pretty uh, pretty well intelligent, I want to put it. I mean, whites, some whites are extremely intelligent, over-the-top intelligent. But, I mean, even your average uh, white person that may not be so intelligent, you know, uh, you, you graduated or whatever. Uh, some people didn't graduate. But if you're white, you're still smarter than your average non-white person. You cannot put educated and uneducated, uh, savage and civilized people all in one place and expect it to work. Now, you know, I do support law enforcement, but I do not support law enforcement. I do not support uh, blacks or any other uh, non-whites in law enforcement. I don't. And this is the reason why. Uh, it, it just Okay, just like your uh, football players, these blacks that are so oppressed, 
Uh, they can't make any money in America. Well, basketball players, too. It's professional sports in America is a majority non-white. Uh, how many sports people do you see uh, in the news that they commit rapes, uh, they rob people, they sell drugs, and they're making millions of dollars? This should tell you, and I say this uh, a good bit on the show, you can take the black out of the jungle, but you cannot take the jungle out of the black. There are just certain traits, uh, and, you know, we're told not to uh, stereotype, but, you know, it, it's not stereotyping what you see and what the truth is. It's not stereotyping at all. Now, let's see what this scumbag did. A cop in Phoenix, Arizona, is currently under fire after local news reports suggested he had been making pornographic videos and then sharing those videos on social media. On Monday, Phoenix police confirmed that Officer Christian Guggens, 30, was already under internal investigation for unrelated and non-disciplinary reasons. When local news reports began to surface that he has been participating in amateur pornography films, sometimes while in uniform and on the clock. So you have this scumbag black dude uh, making porn pictures when they are supposed to be out uh, serving, protecting and serving. Uh, according to KTVK, Gogans, who was originally from Ohio, began filming the X-rated videos back in 2019, uh, about a year before he was hired by the police force. Since then, he has allegedly been shuttling back and forth between Phoenix and Las Vegas to make those videos and then posting them on Twitter under the pseudonym Rico Blaze. I'm not even getting into the rest of that. This is just un unbelievable. Unbelievable. Enrico, okay, that may not have been uh, black. Uh, this may have been a uh, Hispanic person. I get my shades confused. Oh, let's see. <laughs> okay, you know... <clears throat> I'm sick of seeing uh, this on uh, the news. This has been constant. Uh, black lesbian Brittany Grenier traded for a uh, arms dealer that goes by a Russian arms dealer, the Merchant of Death. Uh, here, this article comes from redstate.com. The headline is, CNN plays black lesbian card to explain conservative outrage as U.S. Marine remains in Russian prison. You know, I... We have a Marine in a Russian prison, and I'm sure Russia, uh, if pressed, would have traded that merchant of death for that Marine. Uh... They keep saying this uh, Brittany Grenier, the black lesbian basketball player, was illegally detained. She wasn't 
illegally detained. Uh, here's your uh, average 70 IQ where it comes in again. Listen, if you're going to travel from country to country and you're a dopehead, maybe you want to make sure that the country you're going to caters to dopeheads because most countries don't. Only America caters to dopeheads. Only America caters to queers. Only America caters to non-whites. Uh, get the picture? So, uh, this totally was only done by the Biden administration, this trade, because she is black, because she's a lesbian. This is what our government supports as the programs paying uh, black women to get pregnant, uh, paying, paying queers to spread diseases. Uh, so, this is what our government supports. That's why uh, they prob the Biden administration probably didn't even try to get this uh, uh, veteran, uh, this uh, ex-Marine, I don't know why they're saying ex-Marine. He's a veteran. Uh, let's get into this a little bit. Uh, it appears that CNN, even under CEO Chris White, who has vowed to convert the embattled network into a legitimate news outlet, is incapable of knocking off his blatantly partisan foolishness. Toss in Jim Acosta, S.E. Cup and veteran Democrat operative James Carville, and we're talking full-blown clown world. Such was the case on Saturday, as the trio attempted to CNN-splain why tens of millions of Americans are outraged over Joe Biden's prisoner swap of notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, a.k.a. the Merchant of Death, for NB, uh, WNBA player Brittany Griner, leaving behind a U.S. Marine, Paul Whelan, who remains in a Russian prison where he has sat since 2018, despite having committed no crime. Cop, who absurdly claims to be a conservative, theorized that House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy and, old and untold numbers of Americans, not named Kevin McCarthy, criticized the swap because Grenier is a black lesbian, after Carville baselessly declared the uproar was because Griner is not white and not straight. You know, non-whites don't belong in America. Neither do homosexuals. But if you just want to strip it down to a Russian arms dealer called the Merchant of Death, and a WNBA player. You call that a fair trade while leaving behind a veteran. Yeah, get this. Uh, uh, Brittany Griner took a knee to the national anthem. She hates America. There was the Marine. He served his country. That should be no question. So throw out being black. Throw out being lesbian. She should not be here. Paul Whelan should have been brought back, not her.
And, uh, you know, it boils down to that, too. If you are stupid enough to carry drugs into a country that prohibits drugs, you deserve it. You deserve it. See, what it is, these... These blacks don't go to other countries, just like uh, Grenier. They'll go to other countries, and they're so used to being catered to in America that uh, is, they have no consequences for crimes in America. So, you know, they think they can go to any country and pull the race card or go to any country here and, and pull the uh, queer card. It simply didn't work in Russia. Russia don't play the race card. Uh, Russia don't play the queer card. And, you know, uh, if, if that would have been a Russian citizen that got caught with drugs, they would have got a much harsher sentence than Grenier did at nine years. So <clears throat> you can throw out the color. She still shouldn't be here. Uh, let's see here. Okay, here we go. Uh, another reason uh, why I say that whites or blacks should have no positions of authority in America, and I mean none, uh, no type of authority. This uh, article comes from The Blaze. Uh, the headline is, It's Grooming. High school coach accused of soliciting nude photos from underage girls and paying them up to $75 per picture. This coach is black. A high school security guard and part-time basketball coach in a school district located along the southeastern coast of Florida has been arrested for allegedly requesting nude photos from underage girls on a social media app and then paying them up to $75 in exchange. According to the Mountain, uh, Martin County Sheriff's Office, Alcon Edwards has harassed several teenage girls by contacting them on social media platform Snapchat and soliciting naked pictures of them. He then paid the teenagers anywhere from $5 to $75 per image. Police believe that most of the girls Edwards contacted are either 15 or 16 years old. At least seven teenagers have come forward and claimed that they participated in Edwards' scheme. However, police believe that there are likely more victims out there. Reports say that Edwards, who has been working for Martin County School District since 2016, has been preying on teenage girls for years. Sheriff William Snyder characterized Edwards' behavior as an open secret that no one reported until police received an anonymous tip earlier this month. Now, they, okay, what kind of school system is this? And sheriff, the sheriff says that his behavior was an open secret that nobody reported. Why would you keep this secret? Uh, he could have, and maybe has, uh, raped 
some of these children. See, this is the problem. When, when here, even a sheriff, this sheriff should be totally uh, ashamed of himself. This sheriff should be fired for knowing about uh, this black coach's behavior and keeping it a secret. Uh, he says, seems honestly like he was expecting to get arrested, Snyder stated, and he was not shocked by it. Uh, the nature of Snapchat makes collecting evidence tricky. Pictures on Snapchat appear briefly, then quickly disappear. However, police believe that Edwards used a screen so he could continue to access the nude photos. Our theory is that he probably took a screenshot, saved some of those pictures, and that's when we served a search for it. We find them uh, on his camera, Snyder stated. Snyder added that police have also been working with Snapchat, Snapchat to recover the images as well. Edwards, who is either 27 or 28 years old, was arrested Friday and charged with seven counts of solicitation of a minor. He is uh, being held on $350,000 bail. Uh, he finds a child who might be more vulnerable, and he gets them to send pictures of them unclosed and sends them cash, Snyder stated. Really, it's grooming. He also advised all parents to monitor their children's social media activity diligently. Go to your child tonight and say, I want to look at your camera and look at every single app that can hide pictures, Snyder said. If your children have Snapchat, go home tonight and delete it. Martin County School District has released statements uh, following Edwards' arrest informing parents that Edwards has since been removed from the campus and all duties that would allow him any contact with students and that MCSO does not believe that there is cause for safety-related concern on the party of the majority of families. When you have some black, uncivilized savage asking for nude pictures of 15- and 16-year-old girls on Snapchat, and that you want to say that he is no... Uh, Danger? What the hell are you talking about? He's no danger. Now, you know, if this would have been a white guy, he'd be in prison. And they would have, uh, certainly, if this would have been a white coach, they wouldn't have said he is no danger. Uh, you know, th this is so uh, so out of control. Okay, uh, I'm going to conclude the show here. I'm going to just go through uh, a couple of headlines here. Uh, uh, here here's an inspirational uh, article. This comes from The Blaze also. Uh, concealed carrier shoots two, foiling possible attempted car theft in Chicago, the second time in less than a week. Uh that a Windy City gun owner gets the upper hand. This is why an armed society is a safe society. Now, some people, bleeding heart liberals, uh, may say, well, uh, if he was only uh, uh, stealing a car, does that deserve him being shot? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. 
uh, because Chicago, more than likely, this uh, uh, suspect was black. Blacks don't have any consequences for their crimes. And, you know, that's what, uh, why I say also, uh, you know, uh, the black people that were for defund the police department don't realize how uh, the police actually uh, keep them safe from each other. Uh, you know, I saw so many articles where uh, a black will call uh, the police, uh, say one uh, black uh, shoots another one in the streets over a drug deal, and, uh, you know, uh, JoJo shoots Tyrone, and uh, they call the police, and it takes them forever to get there. Well, guess what? Would you define the police? Uh, there's less police. Uh, common sense. And what many of the dumbasses didn't think about was when the police departments are defunded, do you actually think white people are going to let uh, non-white people destroy our country? Of course not. You know, they didn't picture that. Now, an armed society, a safe society. There was a thug taken off the streets. I didn't look at the article to see uh, if they died or uh, anything like that. But even if they did, tough. Tough. Don't be out stealing cars. You know, if, if enough black people see that you're going to be held accountable for the things that they do, and even if it isn't law enforcement, if it's law-abiding white citizens that see uh, these things going on, it'll stop. Uh, so, uh, good. Uh, and this one comes from westernjournal.com. While world burns... White House hosts drag show. That's right. All the problems we have in America today, and I believe this is the second time. Uh, I'm not even going to read the article. Uh, it speaks for itself. White House, queers, uh, you know, old uh, Sniffy Joe, birds of a feather flock together. Well, I am going to uh, close out this uh, Thursday uh, evening show. I probably uh, will be out throwing some salt. Uh, it's nasty, nasty, nasty here in the Rust Belt region this evening. Uh, uh, I'll be back here uh, next Tuesday, December 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio with another episode of the Rust Belt Klansman. Uh, I want to remind everybody the live show, uh, the Rust Belt Klansman's live show is called Live from the Rust Belt. That airs live every Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Podbean. Just download the Podbean app, set up your account with, oh, I think it's just a, uh, an email address, uh, nothing, no personal questions. And uh, every Sunday, uh, a little before 3, Get on your Podbean app and go to the live section and look for all the shows that are airing live at that time. Uh, tap on the, uh, Live from the Rust Belt, and you will hear a loop of music till exactly 3 p.m. Uh, I start the loop of music. Uh, I try to start it about 15 minutes earlier. That way people that uh, uh, follow the show, uh, you get an alert when the show's starting. 
So if I do this 15 uh, minutes early, then, you know, that's 15 minutes. You've got time to grab uh, drinks and uh, snacks uh, before the show starts. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a good, it, it's fun. Uh, well, not, I don't want to say fun. It's uh, interactive. And I'm hoping uh, that it gets more interactive because uh, I was doing the, uh, live from the Rust Belt uh, Sundays at 7 p.m. And I run, it, run into some technical problems that made it uh, pretty hard to do the show. And it just wasn't worth it because uh, it hasn't caught on yet. Uh, you know, I have my loyal uh, listeners, though, that uh, listen to the show. But on the show, you can uh, text in. It's on the screen, on your Podbean screen. You can text in messages and interact with other listeners. Uh, because your text is seen by everyone that's listening to the show. So someone may respond to something you say. Uh, you can also call in to the show uh, on the Podbean app and join the show live. Uh, if I'm doing an article and you have something to say, or uh, uh, you can call in and I'll uh, bring you on to the show live. Uh, if you don't want to go on live, you don't have to. Uh, when you listen to the show... Uh, just because you're listening doesn't mean you're live. I can't hear you, what you're doing on your end, so don't worry about that. Uh, it, it, it is private. If you don't want on the air, you certainly don't have to be on the air. And uh, people on the air can't hear what you're doing uh, uh, at home. So uh, don't worry about that. Uh, I had that problem one time uh, several years ago. Quite well, quite a few years ago, uh, to where I was listening to a live show, and I didn't know. I just called in. And uh, I never called into a show before that uh, you had to, you always had to be brought on to the show. And uh, I had made some comments, and the host answered me. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm alive. I didn't know I was on the air just by calling in, and uh, it, it, it was quite strange. I never listened to the program again, uh, but you don't have to worry about that uh, on live from the Rust Belt. Uh, it is live, and you don't have to interact if you don't want to, so uh, check it out. Uh, if you have any news articles, comments, questions, uh, something you want to get off your chest, you can email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at mail.com. Very simple. It's all lowercase letters. Klansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. Uh, you can leave a voice message or a text. Uh, I don't answer the phone. I don't have time to. I explain this at the end of every show, uh, but I do read every email, I read every text, and I listen to every voice message. If you send me an article or something, I will contact you and tell you thank you. Uh, if you ask a question, I most certainly will answer it. If I don't have the answer, I'll find it for you. Uh, if it is uh, has to do with... Um, uh, white nationalist uh, things, uh, I will answer. Uh, 
uh, and especially uh, if you have a question uh, about the Ku Klux Klan, uh, the Knights Party, uh, I definitely have the answers uh, for you on that. Uh, and I ran the uh, ad at the beginning of the show, uh, so check it out. Uh, www.kkknationaloffice.com uh, Check it out and see what we're all about. And don't forget to look at yesterday's, uh, that would be Wednesday, December 14th, uh, uh, press release. Uh, check it out. Uh, that had to do with uh, this uh, free cash uh, for black people. Okay, uh, my white brothers and sisters, we're going to end this show in prayer. Uh, please bow your heads. What is a life that pleases you, Father? How do I know what you desire? You have described the actions of a righteous man in the commandments of your law. Yet many have thought Many have thought they obeyed them and were not satisfied. You have set forth a mighty and shining example of what pleases you. Jesus lived his life before you and was found pleasing to you. And you testify to this pleasure you had for him. You lifted him to the heavens and set him at your right hand. Father, I ask you to teach me your ways in accordance with the life of Jesus. According to faith in your promises, strengthen my character and transform my will so I submit to your will, the one true king of all creation. Let your peace ring forth to all who love you. May the message of your kind, patient endurance act as a solvent to soften hardened hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that is it for this uh, Thursday evening show. Uh, be sure to turn in, tune in uh, next Tuesday uh, at 7 p.m. right here on White Pride Radio. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Yeah, hit it down.